L. And I'm Kia. And this is Spoiler Alert, where we give you all the facts. Straight, no chaser. About your favorite books. That ain't no little gun. That ain't no little baby. That ain't no pew pew. No. That's that pow pow. Kitty only has power if the litter's good. Yeah, it ain't no. It was just a great combination. They died and dashed. <laughs> For eating, you're supposed to be able to sit and enjoy your meal. Couple squat. Stay for a while. The man saved your life. You should be getting your premium pussy, but you're not. And we're here for it. Because he was thick, he was wide, and he was thick. We love it. So grab a full glass. Your book. And as always, strap in or up for another dose. We're back for another episode of Spoiler Alert. Kia is here to provide all the nasty. She alleges that I'm here to provide the drama. You are. And we have a guest in the building today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give it up for Miss A.E. Valdez in the building Ooh, today. Hi. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. So, welcome to Spoiler Alert, where we provide apparently drama and shenanigans all day every day and we are here to talk about all i wanted all i needed which is a part of the rise and fall series this is book one so we're gonna check in and then we're gonna start the shenanigans that we always have friend how you doing i'm doing good i, I was telling amanda that i'm i'm probably gonna be calling out tomorrow so wait a minute calling out girl <laughs> i need a reprieve I, what they call it i need a mental health day Oh, you're going to take a mental health day. Okay. I, I see your mental health day. What else is going on with you, friend? Because there's a story there. Well, <laughs> well, you know where I work at and all of the other things that come along with working with teenage girls all day long. So I need a mental health day, but I have been writing. I think I've gotten my hands on a couple of very interesting characters in because I, I I was telling her, I said, I'm working on four different projects, but two of them are like talking at the same time. Oh, so we're going to see which one comes out first. Friend, am I going to get the sequel to Crazy House? Eventually, but I'm not going to rush it. <laughs> I, know you, I know you're ready to fight. I know you're ready to swing, but you're going to have to wait. Because Trey, Trey is taking his time giving me his information. I'm sure. He didn't give his information very quickly in the first book anyway, so we're not surprised. But I want a mental health day, but I can't afford one right now. Because apparently my job's being renegotiated. This is good. This is not bad. But it also means that I could potentially start traveling now. So we'll see what this all looks like. We like traveling. We Yo, especially when somebody else is paying for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're going to pay for it. We're gonna try company it. dollar. We believe it's been in the company dollar, but exactly. um, we gotta let our guests get in. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Well, let's get to it. Enough of the small stuff because you have enough to answer for, Miss Valdez. When we get to this book, <laughs> uh -oh. all I wanted, all I needed is an adventure, and we're gonna talk about it. Let's get into the synopsis. Harlow Shaw feels naive for believing in happily ever afters, but she craves a love that lights her up. She thought she had it all with her boyfriend 
until his promising baseball career overshadows their relationship and he asks her a life-changing question. It causes her to wonder if what they have is all she ever truly wanted. Harlow is yearning for more than the curated life she's living. A trip to Bali, a move to Seattle, and an alleged burned cup of coffee led her to a friendship she didn't know she needed and a love so deep she can feel it in her bones. Look. <laughs> I don't know what makes me matter about this book. The last 20 pages? Because <laughs> when I got to the end, I was like, where the rest? Where the rest? In, in, in a couple of weeks. That we go on such a long journey to get to the last 20 pages. <laughs> I mean, th this book, if there were ever a model of a slow burn that I enjoyed burning slowly, this would be that book. This would Thank be that you. book. Because Thank I was you. like, we just, okay, we just, we just going to build this right on up, huh? But it was, it was worth the journey. It was definitely worth the journey, friend. Well, clearly I enjoyed the book because I was like, we need to read this book. I've read the entire catalog because I fell in and I couldn't get out. <laughs> so th this one was the, the introduction to a nice set of friendships. Like, I enjoy the entire friendship group. It, and, and it starts in this book. Like the majority of right. the players, well, no, all of the players get introduced in this book. Yeah. In the entire series. So I'm like, reading reading this book is like, oh, I can't wait to get to the rest of them because of how well they work well together in this one. So it was, yeah. it was a nice introduction of the, the friend group. And I enjoyed all of the shenanigans between Ace and Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they had a lot going on. <laughs> so let's just get to it. Harl's. Ma'am, are we going to do the, <laughs> the, the, the biography? Oh, my bad friend. Because I'm I'm ready. I got. I told you I got beef. I, I do. This is good beef, but it's beef. Go ahead. Do the bio free. God. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> A.E. Valdez is the author, right? Amanda Valdez discovered her passion for writing when she was given a journal by her fifth grade teacher and has been creating poetry, works of fiction, and gaming narratives ever since. As a child, she wanted to read more stories with people that looked like her. In 2019, she started visual storytelling using the game called The Sims. Her story centered around Black love and romance, after two years of keeping her followers captivated on the, and on the edges of their seats with the characters she, cre she had created, she decided it was time to put her creative efforts into a book. She loves all things romance, from heartbreak to ha happily ever afters. She pours her own heart and soul into the, the story she brings to life, causing readers to fall in and sometimes out of love alongside her characters. Amanda currently resides in the Pacific West Northwest with her husband and their two sons. Most days you can find her sipping on an iced latte while she writes or enjoying time with her family. Her debut novel, All I've Wanted, All I've Needed, released in 2021, and she has released and she just released her sixth novel. And I have read every last one of them. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, am I? Are we? Do we do all our homework, friend? Spoiler rating. Oh, okay. So all I've wanted, all I've needed. It's a slow burn. So my my girlies who are used to us being on fire from chapter one, this ain't that book for you. But I'm not saying don't pick it up because while they don't burn that way, they definitely burn the whole book. <laughs> I, I, the entire time. <laughs> you you gonna sip coffee the whole time. You really are. I enjoyed this book. I laughed. This book gave me classic rom com vibes. Oh yeah. I I like. I felt like if I if I wanted to watch a movie, which I don't watch a lot of TV now. Currently, like there used to be a time I was a TV junkie, but now that I don't watch TV like that. This gave me the TV vibe or that rom-com classic movie vibe, like mid-20s. TV movies with no commercials. Yes. Like yeah. Saturday afternoon, you go <laughs> with your friend, you catch the $5 matinee kind of vibes. That's just where it sat for me. And it was, it, it gave me nostalgia. I love, even though it wasn't nostalgic in its own right, right? It's a contemporary story, but like, I really enjoyed this book. So for me, this one was a solid 4.8. This one was a solid 4.8. I, I, there was very much, like, I go pick this up again and read it again and still feel those same nostalgic vibes. I probably would catch more of the humor because I laughed quite a bit, but I feel like I might have missed a joke here or there just because of how fast I read. So I feel like this one definitely has that same Kofa effect that go back and read it again. And for that, a 4.8. Okay. So I would probably be at a 4.9. Like I said, I, I'm the one that was like, we need to read this book. We need to read this book. The introduction of the hero and heroine of this book was was very, hey, this is my friend. <laughs> and <laughs> and the, the, the shit talking between the characters, you know, that's my vibe all day long. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, like the, the banter back and forth between them is just the way that I like to connect with the opposite sex. So it works well for me for friendships and with relationships and, you know, all of that. So yeah, four, nine. All right, let's do this. We'll let you walk us into the book, Amanda, because it's, it's your book, they your baby. <laughs> but before we go there, really, Harles? Harles? We couldn't think of nothing else. We couldn't call her Davidson for fun. We had to go with Harles. Was it a signifier of how trash she was as a man? And speaking of that, why did you name this man after me? I, I just, why you made this man my cousin? Really? Well, okay. You, you already said everything that I was thinking. Like, Harl's because of who actually gave her the nickname. And then, well, the name, I can't really, you know, I can't speak on that, but... <laughs> I will say, though, I appreciate that it was mentioned in the book that it sounds like you're trying to hawk something up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what <about> nickname? <laughs> I was thinking just like, you know how you, L, when we were talking about in skin, you was talking about his nickname? That would have oh, been yeah. better for her. Yeah. Lolo would work very much better for her. Yes. Lolo would have been perfect. Like, I could have even <laughs> seen him calling her Davidson because her name, her first name is Harley. Harley Davidson. Yeah. Okay. Funny. Ha ha. Cute. But Henry, is his name Henry? No, oh, I'm Hendrick. okay. 
It's who? Hendrix. That's why I said this is the Hendrix that we don't like. Oh, Hendrix. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to just tell you the truth. Usually, the trash dude, we always get his name wrong. It, there has not been an episode <laughs> where we he either becomes right? and we call him him who should not be named. But something <laughs> after, there is just something about the trash dude in the book where I'm every episode explaining his name. Every yeah. episode we hate we can never get that name right. You see, I'm calling him Henry. But yeah, <laughs> and and Harley, go, go ahead, take it away. <laughs> oh, you want me to? Yeah, go hey. ahead and introduce him because after this. It's, it's, we, we got a long journey and a lot of questions. Okay. So we have Harlow Hendrix. Then we meet Seven, who is the male main character's sister. And then when we meet the male, main, male, main male character's name is Aethan. And so those are pretty much the four people, I guess, that are at the forefront of all I've wanted, all I've needed. Well, that nigga, he's not, he's not important. He just he's a filler until the real one comes in. Exactly. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah, I pretty knew, much. I knew from jump, I said, oh, this ain't gonna last long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be a pass throughout the book, but he ain't important. We we open this book at on, on a date. We we are going on a date and it's flashy and it starts decent until the proposal. Harlow and Hendrix <laughs> are at this restaurant, and this man proposes, and she says no. And let me just say, if you don't know how to read the room, sir, <laughs> because I don't see Harlow being the type of person that wants to be proposed to in front of a whole group of a whole group of people that she don't know. Right? Yeah. No, she definitely was. A, that was not her vibe at all. Because I think, but then you also have to like when you find out who Hendrix is, you see that like in the ways that he tried to like manipulate situations, right? And he was, get he he was wants. hoping that she wouldn't embarrass him and do it in, in public. public. Ha ha, yeah. joke on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it me or did you? I, I could smell the flashy on him from the Ferrari. Yeah. But like it, it just felt like flashy dude and then by him being an athlete not that all athletes are flashy because you know some of the ones who went to, who i went to school with that are now in the nfl and things when they were on campus and they were you know they were notable on campus they were just regular people they would fall through my job right. little jobs you know one of the cafeteria jobs and they would just be falling through like regular people they just you know they play sports too whatever yeah but he just it you could smell it on him from chapter one. I was like, okay, he he's not he doesn't read the room well. And when he got no. the note, he was like, Why are you telling me no, sir? Nigga, because I don't right. want to marry you. It, it's, it's exactly. What do you think? Yeah. No means? It means I don't want to marry you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, Oh, you're so pretty, but you're so dumb. <laughs> yes. That that was that is his whole vibe, honestly. <laughs> That's yeah. his whole persona. It it just didn't read well. And so I was surprised that she actually went through a darker spell of her breakup. I didn't think she would experience as much sadness as she did. Yeah. I really thought she would have the I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine, because I, I get it. 
they were together for a significant period of time. And they were friends prior to. Yeah, and they were friends prior to. So they've been in each other's lives for a significant amount. They they, they celebrated their birthdays together, all the things, right? So right. they were quintessential, what? They were like high school sweethearts, that kind of thing, went through yeah. college, all the things, right? So I get the blues from like a separating. But I guess I wanted her to be more like Beyonce, best thing I never had versus I'm really sad about this dude. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but I was me, but she's also a people pleaser. Yeah, she's also a people pleaser though. Yeah, so like her like, breaking up with Hendrix, not just because they had such a history, but also because she knew that she was disappointing someone. If you've known a people pleaser, disappointment is like social death to a people pleaser. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. See, that's what I looked at it as not that she was upset about the breakup. It was more so I wish I could have saved this or we could have right. been friends without the situation, but I don't see that working well. Or because she tried and it didn't mm -hmm. work. But yeah, <laughs> like, our families are connected to each other, so it's gonna look a certain right. way. Family. I'm losing my one of my best friends, all of that. And it was like, I'm not necessarily depressed, but I'm I'm mourning the the love of the friendship or the knowledge of each other. Because now anytime that we're near each other and we're not in the capacity that we last were in, it's going to be awkward. And I don't want to be awkward. I don't want to exactly, be yeah. I, but I also don't yeah. want to fall back into that and have that person thinking that everything is okay because it's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about her dad and, and her friends because they are amazing. Her dad is is the chief. You'll get over he, he hits her with the you'll get over it, but he hits her with the understanding like, yo, you're going to feel bad for a second. It's normal. Right. Um, yeah. You're going to be okay. And then Marissa comes with the backup <laughs> and, and, you know, like really kind of just secures that thing. But she also takes her to Bali. And I'm all for the Bali trip. Dump hey. that man. <laughs> get on a plane and let's go do something yes. that you, you love to do. And and Bali really ushers in a new era for Harley. Harlow. Why am I calling this girl Harley? Because <laughs> I think about the night. I really am. I really am. You did this last time. You called somebody the wrong name. I'm going to need you to get together, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to get on the bus of kidneys. Listen, I don't, I've been reading. It's Glocktober, and I've been in the Glocky books real bad. So, <laughs> look, I, I've been reading Gators and and Champion and all of them. So, forgive me, Harlow. It's like my really, last name with an H instead of a B. Okay, yeah, I got it now, friend. I promise. Mm -hmm. So, Harlow Bali ushers in a new era for her, and inside that new era, she ends up taking an opportunity to move to Seattle. Now tell me, is it as pretty as I think it is in the back of my mind? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I, I just It's one it. of my favorites, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she moves to the home of coffee in Starbucks after accepting a job to become a yoga instructor, which I, I could see that, packing my bags and taking on a completely different career field. Because right. do we... We didn't know what she was doing before. We're not told what she was she, doing. Before. Essentially, she wasn't doing anything prior to because she was just focused oh, on man. Hendrix, his career. Like, she was literally just following him around. Like, oh. that's it. Oh, she was groupie number one. Okay. 
Well, yes. she wasn't being goofy. She was, she was being the trophy wife without the wife title, you know? Yes. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying, if I'm going to be a trophy wife, I'm going to be the groupie, too. I, I, I want to love. <laughs> what? If I'm, I'm going to follow you, friend, if I'm going to follow you around like a groupie, I want the benefits of a groupie. All of them. The groupies get fucked and then sent home. What are you talking about? <laughs> a friend. <laughs> no, we're not doing that here. <laughs> My point was I want the benefits because groupie gets groupies get cars too. I want the white <laughs> and the groupie benefits. I was trying to get both. Here you go. No, ma'am. I, 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 no, I was trying to be Usher groupie superstar kind of relationship. I wasn't looking for like <laughs> concert backstage groupie. You need to be more specific because most of the groupies. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the groupies. They yeah. don't get no benefits. You just get fucked and sent home. Uh, true. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Seattle Usher's in a new era for Harlow. And we meet her uncle, Uncle Wes, his wife, who it took me a second to realize they were younger than I thought. Oh, yeah. They're not that old. Well, they're, yeah, they're not that old. They're not that old. Like, I, I thought they were, like, in their upper 50s initially because I'm thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> <our dad. uncle. laughs> but. Yeah, they, his dad is old. Younger. Yeah because they're at the stage where they're thinking about having a baby and we've got that plan in the background. We got this beautiful Seattle city. Uncle Wes owns a coffee shop and he needs a little help. So he, he got a couple of different jobs because he's on the dispensary. Like he got coins coming from over yeah. here and over right. here and over him. He need to be a yeah, we're not mad at Uncle Wes for diversifying his pockets. But our, our friend Harlow finds herself working two jobs. She, she now is no. She she can't. She's a recovering people pleaser, but she figured out how to be a recovery yet. Uh, yeah, and it's through the it's through her job as a yoga instructor that she meets Seven. And can I just say how cute Seven's twins are? Oh yeah, Eli and Emery. <laughs> they are so cute. She told me some of my kids hit my keys. And she said, <laughs> What kind of twins are these? Because <laughs> they they turn three later on in the book, correct? Yeah. They turn yeah. three. So at two, these children are smart enough to go, hey, we want our mom to kick it here a little bit longer. Let's put the keys up <laughs> and keep her away from them. So I <laughs> They tickle me, and they are so cute, the whole book. Well, see, but, I have a thing for twins, so I was like, my heart. <laughs> yeah, they are so cute together, yeah. Yeah, so her connection with Seven brings Seven to the coffee shop, and along with Seven came Asen. <laughs> I knew hey, this she- is my new friend. Hey, this is my brother. <laughs> it it would it would have been perfect. It was perfect until he opened his mouth. Cause I wanted to pour his cup of coffee on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We like to fight assholes, but yeah. It would like she 
first of all, Chef's kiss on the introduction of Ace, and she was like, "He fine, like fine, fine." And I, I don't have a page to go to it, so I'm exaggerating. But she was like, "His skin, his eyes," and she was tuned in. Like, did he? Open yeah, his she was. That his coffee was trash. Like one of those Disney movies when they come in with the oh, oh yeah, something like <laughs> yes. You just like a know. record scratch. Yes, because <laughs> I definitely want to punch him in the face after he said the coffee was trash. Like, sir, <laughs> what's your disrespect? <laughs> like, well, don't come in here ever again. We ain't never got to see each other ever, ever, ever again. Okay, thank you. Bye. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't come here anymore. And then she and because she thought he was telling the truth until the smirk, it was like. Oh my God! Did I do something wrong? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because she's like brand new. I think at that point she had only been working. There. It was like her first day on the job, actually. Right. And so for him to say that on her first day, it, well, we all know he's an asshole. So <laughs> that he has mastered. He he had totally mastered that at that point. And he's the oldest, correct? Or is he in the middle? He is the. He's like the second to the youngest. Okay. Yeah, it's two older sisters. It's him and then seven. Right. Yeah. And you never, you never get to see the, the other two sisters. They're they're <laughs> there to let you know they're siblings there, but yeah, yeah, but not like not anything like seven involved. Oh no, that's I his mean, little baby. <laughs> was apparently sold. I, sorry, I'm about to spill tea from but later on in the book. <laughs> <laughs> That she's the only one to live to tell a story like she can tell. Because <laughs> had that been my little sister, ma'am, I need a new house. <laughs> I need a new house. I, I can't live. If, if we going it will get back. But anyway. <clears throat> yeah, it was. <laughs> but we'll get there. So <laughs> their introduction was very asshole-ish. As right. Yeah. But I could see then that there was going to be some type of kindred lining that was coming yes. up. I'm like, I don't know how that coffee is going to keep coming up, but it's going to keep coming up because ain't no point in him saying that coffee was trash and he lying like that. <laughs> and it's not going to come back. <laughs> he drank yeah. the whole cup. Drunk the whole cup. Like if, if it was yeah, that, he would have drunk it. Yeah, exactly. And Kyrell comes to visit Harlow, which I loved that moment because I thought for a second, for like a half a second, that Kyrell was going to slide in there. Yeah. But I was like, he's not going to backdoor his boy like that. But then again, I was like, he might backdoor his boy like that. Because listen, if you know your friends are trash and you know they got a good one and you respect the person that they was with, even when they didn't, sometimes it's okay to say, hey, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going back door for us for a quick. That's how you know I've been with my students too long. That's an expression they use. I thought he was going back <laughs> door for like two seconds, but like as their night progressed, I was like, okay, he really is there as just a friend to help her warm up to the city, to help her get comfortable. And I really enjoyed the conversation that the two of them had about like her just starting over and, and being comfortable starting over. And hey, it is what it is. He is who he is. And like, I knew things were different between her. I, I, I could tell the friendships that they had as children were different 
because of the way yeah. he handled her when he came to see her by herself. Like he was very, he wouldn't speak. He he wasn't talking to what's that boy name again? Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't talking to Hendrix. He was very much so curving Hendrix. I told you we never remember the bad dude's name. It's a struggle all episode long to remember his name. <laughs> but the way the only he was reason I remember is because of my character. But anyway. Oh yeah. The way he was handling yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so different than how everybody would have expected his best male friend to handle him. So I, right. I knew then that things were even shifting inside of Hendrix and Kyrell's relationship too. And then we also yeah. knew on that she she comes to the realization that he was there for me more than my boyfriend was. Or that we, yeah. were, we were closer as friends than either of us was with him. And I never realized it because we were always together. Yeah. I never got to, you know, pay attention to the fact that I'm closer to this person than the other. Right. Yeah. But when well, she finally yeah. got that real, realization, it was like, I don't need that nigga on my side. I don't need him to be my friend. No. He was never really there as a friend. Absolutely. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I think that goes to show too that when you're on the outside of a, a relationship, even if it's a friendship, you start realizing the ways that it wasn't good for you in the first place. Like how he always tries to manipulate everything. He was always calling her when she was having a good time. Like she was just trying to enjoy herself and move on. And he's like trying to pull her back in too. And he just really wasn't a good friend. He just wanted, he wasn't he just, a good friend and he also wasn't a good boyfriend. Right. You know what they say though? Hindsight is twenty twenty. It It really Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's fast forward a little bit. I need to understand the night that Harlow and Asen got drunk <laughs> and high and spent the night together because I was done. <laughs> I, 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 they, the way they kept saying, are we friends? The whole day, y'all got high together under a tree, sat on some blankets. Y'all finally get drunk. Y'all go into the, the, I call it the in-law suite because Harlow had her own house and yeah. house. And the house was, can we just admit the house was dope? At least in my mind, it was yeah. very dope. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It has upstairs yeah. and a downstairs. Um, so when, when your auntie is an interior decorator, <laughs> it, it's hard yeah. for it not to be good, right? So how, just how comfortable do you have to be to immediately, hey, I'm finna sleep in your bed, scoot over. And the first time they sleep together, their hands are interlocked. This nigga dove <laughs> into the bed. <laughs> yeah, he did. You swim dive into the bed. I was like, wait a minute me. now. With your big ass, you not, you not know. Yeah, I know. know. He's too you big, big know, to be doing all You don't know whether this bed got give or not. You just Yeah. He had no respect at that point. Because <laughs> I know somebody who had somebody that broke their bed. I, look. <laughs> <laughs> he just like swim dived in there and I was like I'm gonna blame this on the alcohol but it is a habit that he has to just swim dive into the bed because I think it was <laughs> one time that he did it yeah and I think that was when she was sick yeah, yeah. Right. he just like gently got in the bed <laughs> I'm gonna let you be in your blankets I'm gonna be in mine and I'll hold your hand <laughs> that's about yeah. it I think the hand holding speaks to something like Drunk as a skunk as they were, I just feel like he did that because he felt like he could blame it on the alcohol that night. 
Yeah. What's but I also think that I think that they're both they're both in like La La Land thinking there's no attraction, there's no nothing, but we're still going to we're gonna hang out in this bed. We're still we're going sleep. to be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're sleeping in the same bed together, right? We're yes, exactly. And that's right. We, we just go. We just gonna hold hands. We ain't gonna do nothing else. We we good. We as long as we don't kiss or you know hunch, we good. <laughs> but I think they almost did that too, didn't they? Is this the one? Yeah, but it's like later on in the okay. book. Because I mean that scene is. First of all, it's pure comedy, cause sir, really. Cause I just knew he was gonna sleep on that couch, or he was gonna be the asshole to make her go sleep on the couch. <laughs> but she would have done it right, cause she would have her hospitality would have just been like, okay, and her inner people pleaser would have been like, okay, I'll sleep on the couch. Yeah, you're right. But, but no, I, I, like, I, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep right here. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate yeah. that she kept him from drunk driving. That was cute and smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, we just became friends. I don't need to lose you because of that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This was also the time when, is it the is it the morning of? Is it the morning after? Yeah, the very next morning. Yeah, the morning yeah. after. Yeah. The very next morning. She, they talking about her mom. around her house with, with just his drawers on. And her girl <laughs> say, hey, AC. First of all. This man ain't got nothing, but they on the phone. Hey, AC. All right. <laughs> Listen, this is how you know you're comfortable with somebody, though. Right. But this was also the morning that they talk about her mom. And I thought that was some... I, I knew then that they had buy-in with each other that they didn't realize they had. Because the two yeah. of them, like, for her to share that much about her mom... And prior to this, we knew she was gone, but we didn't, you don't really get the details. You don't really get the flesh out of the story until mm -hmm. this moment. And it's, it's pretty powerful, right? Like she's gone and the girl loses her mom at 12. Yeah. And so she's telling this story and for it to be at 12, I can get why she bought the story that it was her fault. Yeah. I can get it. And so, like, it really uncovered a lot for me because I was like, okay, no wonder Hendrix was able to slide in like he slid in. Exactly. Because yeah. everybody was kind of rallying the troops to kind of support this girl, right? We, you know, mm -hmm. her mom is gone. Their birthdays are closed. So let's just throw their parties together so she doesn't feel that absence right. of her mom not being there. Our families were close. Her mom was my friend. Let's just keep, you know, keep the momentum. Right. And so we to keep our, our, our friendships intact with to make a, a closer bond with them. Right. But it yeah, it really it backfired. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Because you cannot mold somebody's personality to what you want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You ain't shit person, you ain't shit person. <laughs> yes. And he shows it time and time again. But over I, and over. I, I think it speaks to the kind of parents he had. Like it almost feels like his parents never told him no, never told him. Yeah. No, so you got to. And they, and they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. And Harlow mentions that, like how like his parents never told him no. He he had a very privileged life, like very much the golden child. And I would be the one singing, "You can't always get what you want." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, needless to say. After 
breakfast, a recall of memories, and a very comforting conversation, their relationship has gone and taken another step in the positive direction. They are still friends, but mm-hmm. dare I say they're friends with perks. Not quite benefits, but perks. <laughs> yeah, friends with perks is a good idea, is a good, is a good way to put it. And then we also see her starting to think about photography, which fits Harlow to a T. The photography was an interesting piece because I'm like, okay, everything she does, she's going to stop for the camera, take the picture and say with the photo. So much so that when this book is over, I'm just glad he knows to have that phone ready to take the picture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. I I learned your person's uh, personality real, real good. But I think it spoke to who he was as a character. Like the 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 real difference between Asen and Hendrix for me. Look at me, I remember his name this time. <laughs> is that where Hendrix had Hendrix was like that? We, you ever seen those interviews where the dads get asked questions about the kids and they can't answer squat? Oh like, yeah. They'll ask the dad, like, "Who's your kid's teacher?" And he'll be like, "Miss." Uh, and they look over. Kid's... What's your kid? What they name is again? Look. Yeah. Yes. What's Just your like kid's... that? <laughs> what? Where's your kid's birthday? January. They got that like look in their eyes, like they really don't know. For me, that's what Hendrix was like with Harlow. If you were to ask yeah. him much beyond her birth, ask him anything about her beyond her birthday, and I dare I say her birthday, I don't think he could. And really the only reason he remembers is right here. I don't think he could really yeah. provide those answers. Whereas Asin, no. Asin could tell you she loves photography. Oh, she loves yeah. you. Oh, she like he he can do and that. What I, and what I loved about it is he picked up these things without her even saying anything. He just right. Made- he observed the things about her that she didn't have to say. And when he does present these things to her, she's like, oh my gosh, how did you know? He's like, because of this, 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 and this. And she's like, oh my God, he pays attention because what she had before didn't. So she wasn't into it. Yeah. Well, that just makes her fall even harder because this nigga's paying attention to things I don't have to say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Let's talk about camera shopping because I this was a moment for me that I was it, it's a small moment, but it's a powerful moment, right? Because she couldn't decide between the cameras. Mm-hmm. But he gives her some real perspective about how to get what she wants. And he's like, okay, what do you hate? What do you like? What do you love? And she got rid of the one she hated. She bought the one she liked and the one she loved. You know, she put it back because she couldn't afford it right now. But okay, it's cool. Realistic. Yeah, I'll get. I'll work towards this. And he was like, "Okay, work towards that." And they got out the door, and it was something simple. But later on, when he doubles back and picks up the one she loves, I was like, "Come on, Asen, come, come. <laughs> marry me." <laughs> Where All are right. you, in the real world, sir? Where you at? <laughs> Do I need to move to Seattle? Is that what you're saying? Pack my, <laughs> pack my bags. I don't mind. Pack your bags and get over here. <laughs> right, yeah. Because listen, I had to get out of that situation that I did not know I didn't need until I was out of it. But yeah. look, because yeah. it was like the way he handles her decisions making skills, 
he's still doing it in somewhat of an assholeish way because he's like, look, you're not going to do what you want. What do you want? And what do you really absolutely need? And let's yes. go because I'm not going to be here all day with you. <laughs> yeah, he really, yeah, he really had to teach her how to make decisions because she was, she was extremely indecisive. Right. But I think it's also because she was indecisive because she just had spent her whole life doing what was expected of her or what she thought people expected of her. Okay. And, and now she has Aethan who's like, no, what do you want? Like, right. <laughs> and, and that's a different flavor for her altogether because what do you want mm -hmm. is a question nobody has asked her. And even throughout this, and we're kind of fast forwarding a lot, but it's cool. Several things have happened. He no longer calls her Harlow. He hates Harls. So he's developed yes. his own nickname for her, which is Sunshine. And I'm like, okay, we like that. David, uh, <laughs> we, we like Sunshine. He's also developed a name for Hendrix, the ex. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. His first name. And, and while, yeah. he, while he doesn't address Hendrix, you can tell he's addressing Hendrix at the same time. Like exactly. the fact he makes a very clear distinction about who he is. He's not current. He's the ex. And whenever she's frustrated or he notices a certain tone, like I'm right here on age 121, he notices she's typing and making grumpy faces. And he's like, let me guess, the ex. She doesn't have to say it, but he can tell. And he's like, right. Yeah. And so we can tell Hendrix is not fond of Asen because at this point, she's still trying to be friends with Hendrix. Right. Hendrix yeah, she is. I was like, like, baby, let that shit go. <laughs> I know. It was so bad. But yeah, you just, I get the sentiment of wanting to hold on to something because because when you have lost something that was important to you in your life before, you try to hold on to everything because you never know. But with right. that, one, that's toxic shit. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, straight up toxic. Like there's no there's no other explanation for it. It was like it was yeah. passive. It was passive toxicity because it seemed like right it wasn't like he was never negative with her he was never he never treated her like shit but you really didn't care about her no he didn't he didn't know anything about her like instead of when Ethan bought her sunflowers when she was sick she he went and bought her roses like he literally gave you the playbook and you're like still and she literally said <laughs> my favorite flowers and yes like yeah, it just goes way over his head every single time because he's so self-absorbed and just and competitive. Yes, very competitive. It it was just a, a train wreck. And then <laughs> oh, materials. <laughs> Let's talk about six two six. This was another moment that I knew. <laughs> I I knew that they were deeper than that. The cat even liked sunshine. Right. That traded out on him the first chance he got. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, shout out to the twins for naming the cat. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I love the name. I love the name. <laughs> I said, that's some, that's some Disney Channel kitty stuff right there. The cat's name is 626. Yes. And I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed Lilo and Stitch. Okay. That, that, Me that, too. Me too. Fun. It was me in the theater, low-key, almost crying when he said, oh, Hanami's family. That means no one gets left behind. Yes. <laughs> My family. I'm mad. Little. Little. 
but broken. Hey, it was me in the theater girl with my grown self just <laughs> trying to suck it up because Stitch was right. a whole sermon. Yeah, he was. Stuff that kids sometimes don't even catch it. Yes. No, yeah. It's definitely that was definitely for the adults. <laughs> Stitch was definitely preaching a whole sermon when he said, this is my family is little, but good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And let's shout out Aeson for this cooking that he can do. We like a man that yeah. can cook. Yes, and he can cook. I'm a man that can cook. Because I'm gonna need and my will cook. Well, he is to cook. <laughs> that my friend is not the, the kitchen ministry is not for her. Listen, I do what <laughs> I can when I need to. My mother taught me how to cook, so I know how to survive. But if I ain't got right. it, yeah, what's the point if you don't have to? Exactly. I yeah. definitely ordered food yesterday when I got food in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do the same thing so. though. I'll go grocery shopping and still pick up food on the way home. Because when I got off work yes. Friday, I had a taste for some Mexican food and I didn't get it Friday. So I'm like, I'm going to get my Mexican food today. Yes. And, and I got well. dessert and I'll never get dessert. And I got dessert. Enjoyed it. Exactly. Yeah. I, but I don't have to cook at home. Yeah. So naturally, Asin and Harlow pr- proceed into this friendship slash is it a situation ship if they're mainly friends and do friendish things? I, that was part of the like, Yeah. That was their conflict that they were having in their own head. It's like, we're friends, but I feel a deeper connection than friend. But exactly. like, we're not yeah. we're not trying to be in a relationship. Yeah. No. Oh no, no. We're, yeah. not, we're we're friends. And and that's the, the principle like line for a decent amount of time in this book. I loved when he took her to Oregon to meet the friends. Oh yeah. Well back up. She gave your chance to relax because she was doing too much. Oh yeah. She was doing way too much. But let's back up. She got sick and he took care of her. And I love that whole moment because please men get sick and they turn into complete babies. We get sick and it's like you gotta still function. You gotta get up and keep going. Right. He like made her sit down. And lay down and actually go and be restored. Like sleep. Eat this chicken yeah. soup. Take this medicine and go sleep. Sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love that. But let's talk about Oregon. Do you think Asen really understood what he was doing when he brought her around the homies? I, no. I don't think he... Because at that point, their relationship was so effortless. That's why he was so clueless when they were talking to him because he really did not. Because in his mind, he's looking at it as if she's my friend and they're my friends, why can't my friends be around each other? Right. And then you don't bring bring women around us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That that was the part that was like, man, you never bring women. And then he thought about it. He was like, yeah, I usually don't. I'm not trying to hang around them too long. So if I let y'all meet them, and so like, and the fact that she bonded like almost immediately with the other women who were there, that was icing mm-hmm. on the cake for me. I was like, sir, even you though I still got questions about her, sir, you done sold your soul. Your homeboys, home, your homeboys' girlfriends like her, and your right. homeboys like her, sir. You you have sold your soul, and you don't even know it yet. 
Exactly. Technically, only one of the friends had a girl. The other one, Asher asked, was like, fuck all of that. <laughs> he asked As- We know Asher's for the streets. He had it all on his spirit. <laughs> yeah, he that. did. <laughs> At that time, yeah, he did. He definitely was like, I'm good. That's I'm really I, good. That's why when I got to his book, I was like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look at you now. <laughs> but yeah, like the like I said in my explanation of why I love this book, the friendships. Yes. It yeah. Was, she bonded so nicely with them. They was like, oh, she's gonna be here for a long time. Yeah. The other girl, not so much. I don't see her come. I don't see her being here long. But her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grace. I don't even remember uh, what the girlfriend. Yeah, Celine. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. No, Celine is. I thought that was the no. Her name is Celeste. Celeste is the, yeah. Celeste yeah. is the yoga instructor, right? But because I, I was like, I don't feel like she's gonna be with this dude for very long. So I, her name didn't. Speak. Yeah. But like, yes, yeah, she here. Yes, she get along with her. But something ain't all the way clicking for her, for me. And I mean, it doesn't help that I've read the other book. So I'm like, I, I really don't see her lasting long. But. <laughs> Yeah. No, and then even when we get to Harlan Ace's second book, like she's not the best person. Even more (laughs) yeah. Oh wow. Okay. But like this one, like even with this one, I was like, I I don't see it. But yeah. Because I think you can love somebody and not be in love with them. Yeah, and I, I feel like the way Grayson was explaining their relationship while they were like him and ace and asher were sitting around the fire you can get an idea of who his girlfriend was right. it was like or... type of situation oh mm-hmm. yeah. so mm-hmm. i love this scene where they start talking about her next steps again she's at an impasse and of all the people to talk to her about her impasse it's ace right so right. she decides at this particular point to in her time teaching as a yoga instructor, she likes mm-hmm. being at the coffee shop, but it ain't, you know, it's more so I'm doing that because that's my uncle. But we see her really blossom into her love of photography. She's taking the classes jumping in the ocean part. Huh? So we're just gonna gloss over and not talk about we that. Got there yet. <laughs> no, that was first. That was before oh, she met the homies. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he made her walk back to the house. No, <laughs> she stripped. That was oh, the first yeah. time seeing her butt naked. She stripped and locked him out. So, <laughs> so I'm like, we just gonna gloss right on. Not gonna even talk about it. <laughs> it was, but I'm not gonna pretend it didn't happen. That. that was before she met the homies. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was a moment. Because first of all, ma'am, so we just stripping in front of friends now. We we not. <laughs> this ain't your home, girl. This is your boyfriend or friend that's yeah. a boy. <laughs> your friend, yeah, your friend that's a boy. When it's just friends, you know, hey, whatever. But you yeah. don't know this nigga is looking at you like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that he was appreciative of the cold walk he had to take back to the house. Yes, he and was she, like, very appreciative. Did she throw a blanket outside and leave him out there? Yeah, she, well, she locked him out and she, uh, Harlow really liked blankets. And so she, there were extra ones in the car. She did not offer him no grace after that. <laughs> no, no, no grace. She gave me hypothermia. 
Yeah, she was like, I hope you freeze. And she used all the hot water. <laughs> Up there, I don't imagine the beach being a hot place. You have to tell it's me. It's not. Like, I, I was going to say, I don't imagine the, the beach being a hot place even in the summertime. And it's like fallish when this is yeah. going cool. So I don't yeah, imagine. Yeah, we're, we're on the tail of the Well, even the, just the coast, the Oregon coast is cold in general. So, yeah. Okay. I imagine the beach being a place people go, but I just don't yeah. imagine you going. It's not like swimming. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you could like get in if you want to, but it's it's definitely not anything like Florida. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, absolutely I'll sit on not. the beach and listen to the waves type situation. Yes, exactly. Because when that happens, I, I think I said that they're like both wearing sweatshirts. Like it's cold. It's not. Yes. It's not at all warm at all, and that's why she was so talking about you better not put me in this water he did anyway. And I was like, "Nigga, we've been a fight. Exactly. <laughs> we fight. Exactly. No words, just fighting. Yeah, just fighting. Mm -mm -mm. You know that bonded him. Yeah, because <laughs> he was like, "I done seen it all now." Hmm. Yeah, and then after that, you know how she was like the morning after. She was pretending that she was still mad at him when she was supposed to meet his friends. Yeah, and he was like, wow. That's what I think that was a, the Oregon trip was a real turning point for Aeson where he could not deny that he felt more for her. Yeah. Why run? But I mean, I, get, I also get it that him being apprehensive because she did just break up with somebody she's been with for a while. Yeah. And that she's known. And she was still while. talking to him. Yeah. I don't want to finally put my heart on the line for somebody and then she backtracked. <laughs> right. Yeah. To some, to some yeah. asshole like that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Somebody that you know is not worth her time. Agreed. So. So it is after the Oregon trip, Harlow decides to quit or she, she goes and talks to Celeste and she successfully quit the yoga instructor position. And Celeste is very much so like, I knew you were going to quit, which yeah, for Harlow is like, you did? And she was like, yeah, I didn't expect you to stay here forever, girl. What was yeah. I, I love the fact that she was like, so now that you're leaving, you want to take this other position? By going right. to do this photography for me, so she you can't she hands her the alley oop, and I was like, perfection. Like, she wasn't bitter, she wasn't mad. She was like, no. Okay, now that you quit, can you do this other thing for me? And yeah. so, still, still being a hand up because I don't want to say a handout because you know, handouts people don't treat, yeah, right. but being a hand up, being a boost, being a support, and like okay. kind of in, in a lot of ways, <laughs> launching her in the <laughs> photography arena because. Yeah, once she does those pictures, other people from around the community start saying, Hey, Celeste, who did your photos? And Celeste ain't stingy, she passed out the information exactly. And yeah, she's traveling to the west, I mean, to the east coast after that. Like, she she makes yeah. off of her leaving a job, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on, that east coast trip, though, friend, because we got to celebrate her birthday first. I was <laughs> the whole birthday shenanigans. <laughs> I, I was First like, I'll do it. Ace's no, no. birthday gift was perfect. Yeah. I don't know how much more perfect it could get. Him right. taking her out to that field of sunflowers. Chef's kiss. 
Like, Perfect. Go ahead and make me your girl for real, for real. Stop playing. Right. <laughs> I was already sold. I don't know why she couldn't jump on the boat when I jumped on the boat. I was already <laughs> in. It, it was it was me and Asen. Like, just come on, Harlow. Get in the boat with us. You are um, mine and I am yours. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Let's do this. So he gives her his birthday gift early because he, he realizes he can't go because he has a client and the client, you know, can't move around. And then she leaves for her birthday. And you could see them have withdrawals from each other, which I was like, I don't know if I want to be that close to somebody. I get it. Because, like, the whole time, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, too. But we're not a couple. But we also are couple-ish. Like, it was a lot of layers in that. Y'all are a couple and just don't know it. Right. Yeah. Y'all are almost there. Almost. Y'all just don't call each other bae. That's it. So. But don't pet names, though. Yes. What she call him? Well, she called him by his real name. I was going to say, she doesn't, yeah. call, she doesn't like Ace at saying, all. Though, but I'm saying, though, he's the only person that calls him Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He had already claimed you, ma'am. When they start giving you nicknames like that, even yeah. if they don't realize it, you're here. Oh, so, she needed a nickname upgrade because Harl sound like Somebody was throwing something up. Yeah. Harlan's is not a good one. I'm saying, though, he could have called her anything. True. But that name in particular has a meaning. Yeah. Very, very thought provoking when he came up with that. Right. And at this point, she's cooked for his family to the point that they want her spaghetti recipe, which what was in the house? Show me how you do that. What was in the spaghetti? Because I'm like, okay, sis, what did you could you have possibly done that the whole family is like, okay, to spaghetti, <laughs> and, and that's the part, right? You're like to spaghetti. What could she have possibly done? <laughs> I will, I will say though, because my uncle, he knows spaghetti is one of my favorite foods. It's one of my comfort foods. It's one of the things I will cook that quick, fast, and in a hurry, and keep pushing. But he has, you know, dabbled in doing it different ways. I actually had. A lady that used to go to my church, she bakes hers and she will put yeah. shrimp and sausage and all of that in it and bake it. And I'm like, next time you make some, make sure you call me. I will drive over the <laughs> Yeah. And I have. Yeah. I've driven all because she don't live nowhere near me. I will drive to her house to get that spaghetti. So it's like it depends because you know, people put their own little dabbles to yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, there are there's so many different ways to cook spaghetti or pasta in general. <laughs> that i was like you know what let it let me think of something that's not like something that other people would think of because right. i mean spaghetti is so basic but it's you also know, something they enjoy yeah you yeah. can't mess that up if you mess that up yeah you can't cook. <laughs> you yeah you cannot cook at all at all <laughs> right so he gives his birthday gift to her which is a beautiful night she travels home and the night before her birthday, how is it, his name is Kyrie. Is it Kyrell or Kyrie? Why about yeah, Kyrell? Okay, Kyrell. Kyrie. I was about to call him Kyrie. Lord, Kyrell comes. Ma'am, get it together. <laughs> the name is close to somebody else. Okay, Kyrell comes over, and she's grateful to see him until she sees Hendrix. Yeah, who basically hijacked himself into the situation. And further proved that he 
is a butthole because <laughs> the entire time that they are in each other's presence, it is not pleasant for her. And I don't imagine it being pleasant for him. Like right. some, somewhere in his subconscious, he had to know, see, understand that it's not going to work, sir. What is I and this is just me because I understand he gave the explanation of how Hendricks ended up being with him, but I wouldn't have drove off nowhere with you in the car with me if I knew I was going to see her. I wouldn't. I would not have. I would. I, sir, she don't want to see you. I ain't going. I'm not yeah. with me. But you know, that's why I was like, Carol, are you a please people pleaser too? Because <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't know. I would not have, I wouldn't have gone off nowhere with you in the car with me. Bye. But then after after he sees how pissed Harlow is about it and after everything that happens at Kyrell's house, Hendrix still tries to insert himself in the situation and that's when right. Kyrell's like, No, you gotta stay here. I'm just gonna go drop her off at home and then we can because do they go do. they go to the the pre party party. Well they were that's supposed the best way I can describe it. Yeah, they, they were, were supposed to, but Kyrell skipped out. And because and he Hendrix and, went with him. Yeah. It was like because Kyrell nor Harlow was gonna be there, then there's no point in me going. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking the reason why she didn't want to go was one because of Hendrix and two because all those people that was gonna be there were not her friends. Right. So I'm thinking yeah. in my mind, are is Hendrix saying that them ain't his real friends either? <laughs> yeah. I, I think in my yeah, in my head, Hendrix doesn't really have any have very many friends. I mean, we see that later on in the book, where you know he does what he does to Kyrell. He's just not—he's not the person and not a good friend. He would have got a fade for me way before somebody else did it. <laughs> oh God, that fade was so perfect. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It's no. birthday day, and the, the fade was not at the birthday though. You're right. That was on the return trip. My bad. That was that. That was the retirement party. Yeah. Said, either way, Kyrell would have. I'm sorry, bro. My hands would have been in your face. Right. But yeah. So birthday party. They're having a great time. Well, trying to have a good time because how can I really have a good time when I'm with, around a whole bunch of fake people? Right. <laughs> she's trying, I, and I think she she feels better because her her homegirls are there, right? Her so she's got them. Her dad's there, so she's okay. It's not perfect because, of course, she's in the drop zone because she's missing her almost bay. Ace, yeah, almost that's bay. You just don't know yet. <laughs> almost bay. Like, when he up, when he up and surprised her, I just saw her running and just and wrapping yes. her legs around him. And, she did, that's <laughs> what she did, right? She literally, yeah, ran. I just, she ran. I I literally yeah. thought in my head that she ran and jumped in his arms and wrapped her legs and arms around him and was like holding on for dear life. I missed you. Like now, this was when in the back of my mind, like just a little bit, I could hear Whitney Houston with the "I want to run to you." You know what I mean? This was that, but that was the rom com moment, right? The classic. They look at each yeah. other and realize each other are in the room. I <laughs> like that's what it was. It was the I want to run to you. Yes. And the fact and that Tyrell was just as excited about it. <laughs> yeah, like, he was he was eating it up. He was so excited. Because Kyrell was in on the secret. Yeah. And he definitely let his boy have it. Because yeah, he did. 
Yeah. You did this sneaky stuff last night. Now I got you back. How you like yeah. the apples, sir? How you like the apples? <laughs> and of course, I got to insert something nasty with this. In my mind, I was thinking, she's doing this. She's this excited about him. And he hasn't even gave her any penis yet. I can only imagine once he finally goes, how she going? <laughs> the birthday party was when I knew they were both gone. Yeah. There's always a moment. To me, there's always a moment in the romance book where you know one or both characters have jumped off the love cliff. The birthday yeah. party is that moment for me. Like you could see it building, but the birth her birthday is really the solidifier because you knew he jumped off the cliff when he was like, you know what? I could still make it. Let me get on this flight. Let me hurry up and get there. And for her, it was the oh my God, he here, run and jump. It was clear yeah. we are off the cliff together. Everybody we said nothing to each other, but we are yeah. in love. Yeah. I don't see or hear nobody else. <laughs> exactly. It's just then. So yeah. And it it, it was it was the quite egg, fun. The egg, and the egg on Hendrix and his mama's faces. That and then like the rest of the night, you could you could see the difference in how she handled Ace. She walking him around. Hey y'all, this Ace. <laughs> hey y'all, this is my friend Ace. Y'all, this is Ace, my friend. It was, let me go introduce you to my daddy first. Yeah. <laughs> and the way her dad just like, hey, sir, how you doing? Welcome, like, Welcome to the family. Welcome yeah. to the family. Like, the, it, it had to be so satisfying to Kyrell to just be like, hmm, look at your replacement. I, it it would have been <laughs> leaned over. How you feel about your replacement being here, sir? Looks like she right. Like, it would have been me. I didn't. The petty in me would have antagonized Hendrix to the point that he wanted to leave. Because I'd have been like, look at your girl, dog. She don't look like your girl no more. <laughs> because you could tell that it just wasn't on the up and up. And you would think on the surface level she would choose this projected, you know, baseball player, got a professional contract. But clearly, right. he's trash. Yeah, he is. And see, in my mind, I'm looking at it as Hendrix was the substitute. And this is the real teacher. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, you done lost your job, bro. Sorry. Right along. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And he tried to show out so bad. So bad. He was like, what do y'all do when y'all are in Seattle? None of y'all are on business. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you at all. It, 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 nothing it had, to do with you. It had to be, because Asin is petty. I realized that too. He's and very petty. Him. I love it. That he, that I'm sure he was so extra because there's a scene where she, there's a moment where she eats the cookie and feeds him the other half. I'm sure he was yeah. like, the extra, just this cookie is so good. <laughs> like, I know he was over there showing out. Like, it just, yeah, it would be unacing of him to not show out the way I feel like he did. Right. Because, like, yeah, I, he did. Because the type of person that Hendrix is, I don't think he would have liked her doing that. Until he saw her doing it with somebody else. It's one of those things yeah. where you try to do that with your boyfriend. And he like, no, don't do that. Stop. Da, 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 da. But then a minute he's right. doing that with your new dude. You never did that with me. What nigga yeah. you want me to? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, being petty was what I needed. Yeah. Because yeah, he's very, he's he's very petty. In and smirking the entire time. Then they danced on each other. The rest of the night. The rest of the night. <laughs> 
But it's mm-hmm. after this party that King Petty becomes King Dumbo. Yeah. He, <laughs> he fell for the bl- oldest trick in the book. Yeah. I think, but he also, he's also very much about giving Harlow his space and respecting where she's at instead of just coming. Cause like in his mind, they're still friends. So what right does he have to even ask about Hendrix? And he doesn't want to ask about Hendrix either. Like he doesn't want to ask about him, but if they hit it off again, he was going to just let it be what it is. Could he have handled it better? Yeah, obviously much better, but. I appreciate that Harlow did not give him the slack that she would have given Hendrix at the beginning of the book. Yeah. Yeah. When she felt him back off, she gave him an opportunity to try to explain himself. He was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm just going to fall back. And then Seven started giving him pressure, which I hollered because I was like, Seven. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was the classic chicks before dicks moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we not going to do this. She's supposed to be my yeah. sister. You go messing it up. Okay? Yeah, what you do? Yeah. As if he as if he needed any more, <laughs> yeah, sisterly bonds in the household. But the way she, when he finally comes to apologize and like say what it is that was bothering him, she was like, "So exactly, yeah." Like, how does that matter? Better than that, sir. Yeah, yeah. And can can we just? And talk he did about better it? than that. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, hold that thought. Can we talk about the twins' birthday invitation invite? <laughs> they come to oh, the, yeah. They come to the coffee shop. And will you come to our part? They done drew this cute little invitation. <laughs> All the things. And it is, it is so cute. Will you come to our party? And they so excited. To the point that they talk about yeah. all the things that they want, all the gifts that they want. Then one of them asked for a unicorn or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Emery. Emory. And I feel like Emory is the one that suckers everybody in. And then the he other does. two seals the deal. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. They both they, feel like do it. Emory's like the one that you know, they're like a combo one-two punch. Emory gonna lead. With the I'm a cute little girl and all I want is a unicorn. And is his name Eli? Yeah, Eli. Eli's gonna come in with the I'm gonna play with the unicorn, you get her too. Cause I'm her cute little twin. Exactly. And it's gonna be all good because we're a happy family. And so, yes. so you know, she, there was no way she could say no about it. There was no way she could say no. No. Mm-mm. But good God, when he tried to apologize to her at that party. <laughs> Which brings me back to the opening of this this conversation. The garage door <laughs> against the garage door mail. Listen, you just but, okay. Moment for all attention to finally just burst wide open, literally. But I feel like when you read the second book, that scene will make so much more sense just for who they are as a couple and like the things they do and the spaces that they do it in. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> they just took much love anywhere to a whole nother plateau. Yeah, anytime, anywhere. That's what I'm yeah. saying. The, kid, the kids could have came out there. <laughs> the kids could have came out there. Like the seven says that. Like seven. You were so in, like you were so in 
tuned with what was between her legs that you forgot your sister was supposed to be coming out there. Like, bro, <laughs> you called her to come out there. Yeah, and he forgot. He just and was you like so busy dining that you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> that man had like two helpings. Maybe three. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> but I was I was here for it though. I was like, I was here for it. Get yours in the best way that you can. But they exactly, were like, yeah. they're inside the house where they would have been able to do that without children being able to. Yeah, yeah, because they, yeah, they had a full on party. party. Yeah, party. there really was no other place. But goodness, when they in get the back of the car, party. yes. But when they get to yeah, they didn't party, think of that. Yeah, and he really. explains. She's like, she was still all embarrassed and everything, right? Because their embarrassment is the reason that they pretty much closed the party. But when they get to his apartment, and he explains. I caught seven in my master bedroom. In my bed. Yes, in his bed. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> like, what's yeah. that, that? I was like, well, if you would have led with that, sir, I wouldn't have been so offended at the birthday <laughs> party with the children. Had you led with that, I'd have been like, okay, I see why he did that where he did that. But since we don't find that out till later. But I'm like, you had to walk around that party with no drawers on. You sitting in that bed, yeah. Children bed night stories, <laughs> and that's the part, right? Just air yourself out, like just air yourself out in the church bed, just <laughs> like no no cares in the world because he didn't got one off you like two or three times. Because <laughs> he, he didn't just like he ripped her panties right there. They were yeah, yeah. he ripped them. Yeah, they were they were no use. Yeah. What is the obsession with ripping panties? I have been reading the last, the last, <laughs> I think the last, I'm a big, I'm a huge book assassin. I think the last one, two, three, four, five, six. I think the last seven books I read, these niggas was ripped. These panties are not cheap, sir. Yeah. A lot of these men got money, so they don't care. They'll buy you some more. No. But yeah. sir. <laughs> I got my They're own. They're trying to unwrap it and get to it. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. I, I might not find this cut again, sir. These were limited. These were the exclusive. <laughs> these was the exclusive savage. Friend, you have to also look at the fact that you might not be wearing panties very often with them anyway. That's true. Right. That's very true. So it won't happen. Right. Because once the two of them start, they don't look back at <laughs> all. I'm like, y'all no. up because y'all just going full throttle like every time. Yes. Every yeah, they, time. they did not stop. And mm -mm. I don't think he ever wrapped it up either because no, no, he didn't. No, not at all. But she's on the pill. No. Okay. Is she on some? She has an IUD. Okay. I was like, I was going to say the reason he don't is because she got some kind of major protection and he was like, Okay. <laughs> Swimming nude. <laughs> yeah. Swimming. Yeah. That, that man. He was, he was swimming all right. That man dove in and didn't look back. Just no. Like he dove into her bed. He was diving into other stuff too. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that man said, I'm going to swim here forever. Right. Yeah, no, seriously. I'm never leaving. And that's fine. And that's fine. Oh. So after successfully reuniting, they establish very quickly that they are who they are. 
Yeah. And Evan is ecstatic because she wanted them to get together anyway. She was upset when they went through asked what they have a sex and they said no. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh. her, have I not taught you anything? Why didn't you seal the deal? Seal the deal. Yes. Sir. <laughs> so yeah, she I I don't know very many siblings that are excited about their, their siblings smashing their best friend. <laughs> Like I'm so glad you, but then you have seven, and she's she's the exception. Yeah, but I think it speaks to why her her and Ace are so tight, and the fact that he didn't get a whole new house. He just asked her for (laughs) it because I burn the whole house down. Give me a new house. I want a new house. Because then I'm gonna wonder if you did something in any other room. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. You didn't just land in my room. You probably started somewhere else. Right. Yeah. So who decides I'm gonna go to the master bedroom of all places to stay? But you, you know, this makes me think of the birds, right? Them and the twins. It makes me think of the birds. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's another file. This makes me think of the birds for reasons. The welcome home party and the rabbits. Oh, that too. <sighs> but yeah, the, the, there are certain people that they. They don't have any regard for your house. Wherever we decide we're going to get it in, that's where we're going to get it in. Yeah, yeah there are people like that. And you better hope that you don't walk in because we're not stopping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, And once they established that they're a couple, like she almost made that man miss his flight. Because <laughs> he was She wanted him. what she wanted. Yeah, she wanted what she wanted. Yeah. And but he's going to give her what she wants because now that she finally explains what she wants instead of being indecisive, Absolutely. I'll give you what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. Every he, he delivers. He delivers. But it is while he is in LA that her father has a heart attack. Yeah. And we see her kind of almost shift back into the person she was for a second. Right. But we also find out when she gets back to Texas and her father finally starts to fully recover. We see how bad it was for him because that time that she yeah. was away in Seattle, he was like, I don't have nothing to do but work. I, I you know, you're not here with yeah. me. And we see the the need for her father to, he's an empty nester. So trying to figure out now for real, for real, what it is right. to be an empty nester. I don't have a wife anymore. He didn't remarry. So no. there are a lot of un- layers that have finally unfolded for him. And so, I was grateful when he decided to move to Seattle. I think it was yeah. the best for him. Yeah. But yeah. in that decision, he says, okay, let's do a, a farewell to Texas retirement party. And that's when I was like, oh, hell, here we go. Because when you finally think you're going to close that chapter, that's when all the little snakes and stuff come out. Because you're yeah. cleaning, cleaning out everything. So now you ain't got nothing for them to hide from. Exactly. Yeah. And sure enough, here came Hendrix. <laughs> like full on before he even got there we found out he was being straight trash because he was with Kyrell's former girlfriend yeah. and I was he like was. Okay, yeah you, you was a snaky nigga for real they were still messing with each other at the time that Hendrix slid in and I was like Sir. you really don't value your friendship with nobody no he doesn't <laughs> Like you want to be, yeah. He's, he's just, yeah. He's just very, very, very selfish and doesn't care about anyone but himself. That's why I don't see him being redeemable at all. I don't know. 
Yeah, he's very selfish, extremely selfish. If there's ever on my list of A.E. Valdez characters, he is at the top of the don't redeem list. Don't redeem. But I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun to do a redemption story for him, though, because I would have I would get to break them all the way down. Don't do it. I would enjoy that. Don't do it. Don't do it, Miss Celia. Don't do it. But I'm sorry when you when you don't treat your significant other or your best friends good mm-mm. yeah mm-mm. yeah you don't treat nobody good no yeah but i mean if you do do it i'm not saying i'm on the, the list of supporters but if you do do it i'm gonna read me, it it's... put me on the, put me on the arc list because it's gonna be me <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me sending you all kind of comments just, just be prepared. Right. We're not gonna, talk, we're not gonna talk about arcs, okay? Because <laughs> just be prepared. I'm ready to go to war. Okay, I'm ready to go to war with these people. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah, just give me your DMs. Just be prepared for them to just blow up randomly across the day with all kinds of expressions of <laughs> feeling. Because <laughs> it's a few authors I have let have it in the DM, ma'am. Really? What be getting me was when. The authors that you go in their DMs and you talking trash do, do the same thing to you. I'm like, okay, I ain't gonna, I, I ain't gonna do it no more. I'm lying, but I ain't gonna do it no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're oh like, I, I'm still gonna do it, but you know, I'm yeah, still, no, you're on. I, I get it now, but I'm still gonna be in your DMs talking trash. Yes. So, and Kia, you mentioned being a fly on the wall in the room when it happened. That moment when Hendrix basically says, the girl I'm with is not who I want to be with. I want to be with you. And he got Harlow cornered in the corner. Corner. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's <laughs> he trapped in the corner. And Asa comes in the room and just pop, pop. Yeah. That was the sweetest dose of revenge I have had. He didn't stop with that one. He didn't stop with just one, but the first no. When they say first cut is the deepest. That first one was just so satisfying, deliciously satisfying. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like when you go get that fresh bowl of grapes out the refrigerator. Oh yeah, and yeah, and it was so good. I chef's kiss again. Like the fight scenes in here just don't miss because Poe Hendrix's nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, rewind. Cut that ain't out. Oh, nothing. Ain't nothing po about that nose, honey. It's just bloody, and you you asked for it. You you he asked did. for See, it. And what she talking about with the whole being on the fly on the wall thing is the girl, because she stood there and hurt. Like yeah, we, we don't get the full details. Cause like, too bad we don't get her perspective or mm-hmm. her saying anything after that. But it's the fact that she overheard this conversation. That right. this nigga don't really want me. And I mean, yeah, she's not, I don't feel any sympathy for her because bitch, you did what you did was wrong too. For she, right. one bro, uh, one friend and the other at the same time. You don't get no sympathy for me. But I would have loved to see how that played out after Kendrick got his not his lights knocked out. Cause because I, I feel like I'm not helping you clean your nose up. I'm not gonna call him in the camera. See, apparently I'm not important to you, so fuck you too. Right. I think she fought him in the car. Yeah. Feel free to share with us what you think happened. Yeah. I mean, it's your book, but I feel like she fought him in the car. I just it it's worth. Yeah, it. no, they in my mind they broke up shortly after that, and there was a whole like um 
like he was in the news for that because like what happened because he actually got taken away in an ambulance like harlow's dad after that was like oh i saw hendrix get the ambulance was called and like all of this and you know Aeson's not going to say anything so in my mind like this was a whole big ordeal for hendrix and then of course the girl wants nothing to do with him after that so essentially she just dips because she's like you know whatever and then we see her again in colliding with fate oh okay because i was like i don't feel bad for either one of y'all because <laughs> yeah no. did. but it was like so what you gonna do with that information <laughs> right because just she, like she, you were you were just something to do for him it, literally yeah <laughs> i mean but then i also think that given what she did to kyrell if she stayed with him it wouldn't be surprising because like I think oh, this yeah. is a come up I for me. Remember like, that this is, yeah. Hey, think about yeah. it. For a yeah, I remember yeah. that. Because he was, she was with Kyrell before she was with him, mm-hmm. and they slept together while Hendrix was visiting Kyrell. Uh, so what you're saying is read book two. Yes. Okay. Yes, read book two. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to three. squeeze that. I, let me see. I have to squeeze that in at the front of the week so I can talk. Yes, yeah, a lot of scheduling that happens with these books. So, the last, what's interesting is that once her father decides to move, there's a, a small issue that comes to Harlow's mind. Because she's like, where's my daddy going to live? Right, yeah. But Asen, before before it can even become this huge thing, Asen was like, just come live with me. He asked I mean, him. we already spend our nights together. Why right. not? Right. Right. I was so messed up. Cat loves you for that two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> why we not? Why we not at Ace and House? Why we not packing our bag to go to Ace and House? Right. <laughs> yeah. I am. Part of me was like, for one, why are you worried about where you could stay? And if even if you couldn't live with Ace, your uncle has this big ass house. Right. Right, but that's but, her also not wanting to be an inconvenience to anybody. And I get that all day long, but until you get on your feet, yeah, right aside, like, you got some yeah. way. True, but Asen being Asen, <laughs> he moves her in, and the first time that the whole family is in Seattle and they're at Holy Shot, it is just this beautiful scene, right? Her dad's there yucking yeah. it up, his brother. The baby is here. Baby's name is Miracle. Mercy. Mercy. Thank you. I knew well, it was she got a letter, right? <laughs> I'm gonna get there. What I'm gonna start doing is coming to these with a character list because it's a parent. Yes. <laughs> Two things we need to have a character list and ask the question: How do you pronounce this character's name? Oh <laughs> yeah. There's some episodes where we was like, <laughs> it was what, a, name yeah. what his name is? Yeah. But, but um, yeah, so the the family is is all together. It's a nice little. It ends up. It ends very nicely, like with what awesome. Harlow. Yeah, well, like just them finally having the life that they did not think they were gonna have months ago. You know, right? But she... I do appreciate the fact that he slid her right on up out of there. Come on, let's go. Come on. Yeah, let's he was let's like, go. okay, I can see. Yeah, she's like, we have plans. And he's like, uh-huh. nah. Yeah, we, we got friends. All right, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he took her home so she could wash, and he went to get the food. 
And they had a beautiful night because she put on a, a silk robe. And the next thing you know, it was on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. But you know, floor. Right. I do appreciate it. we didn't we didn't talk about this very much, but like the the bond that Asen and Kyrell had once they actually mm -hmm. met each other. Cause like, yeah, we talked about how he was excited about, you know, helping him do this, but it was like from Jump Street. Right. Asen yeah. didn't have to question on whether Kyrell was her dude or whatever. He was all right. for, hey, this is gonna be your person and I'm gonna help right. you there. It was right. like their their yes. was so seamless and I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely. It was, yeah. He was like, "Hey, so you do tattoos? Can you do mine?" Oh, right. yes. Harley and Harlow end up getting. <laughs> yeah, Harlow end up getting the tattoo together, the the matching yeah. tattoos, and that was the other thing. Like once they settle into like the happy life, we roll on to Asen's birthday, and they end up back in Oregon. For mm -hmm. one of, I think this goes into my proposal hall of fame because <laughs> there, I've read a lot of proposals. That's the nature of black romance, right? And for yeah. me, this one is probably the simplest and sweetest, and that's why it goes into the hall of fame because, like, definitely in the top ten. Because, like, yeah. when I think of when I think of proposals in books. Some are like shocking, like hostile takeover, that proposal. <laughs> yeah. In order for me to keep my business, I gotta marry you. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's in the Hall of Fame because it just is like just some book. Yeah. Or, you know, you've got books like Jackson and L. They're in Paris, in sight of the Eiffel Tower. She sings one-on-one -on -one to Jackson, and L can like blow. And then he was like, hey, your lips chap, get you some lip balm out my out my pants pocket. Because clearly they weren't dressed at that point. <laughs> and inside the pocket, she finds the ring and is stunned. And of course, it's a May December love, and she's the May, and he's the December. So it's a whole, you know. Yeah. It's it's beautiful because it's Paris and all the things, right? But this one, I think is so rewarding because we it's a full circle moment, just a different man. Yeah, a different quality and a different caliber, and I think that's the part that I enjoy the most because where everything was wrong with the first proposal, it was right with the second one. Yeah, because like exactly you, this person that you've known for your entire life, literally mm -hmm. your entire life, wants mm -hmm. to marry you, and you're like hell no. But this person you haven't even known for a full year, two years, yes. whatever, and you're like yes. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You have proven yourself that I can be with you. That what you what yeah. you offer me is the security that I need. That if I want it, I can have it, and I don't have to second guess it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was that was important for me to have to give Harlow that opportunity to have a full circle moment because, I mean. The proposal, the original proposal that she got was not, that was not a proposal. It was like a show, you know? Yes. <laughs> and then with Asen, it's just like an intimate moment. He takes him back to the, where he realizes that he is in love with her. Mm -hmm. And he just makes it special. 
Right. And they spend two weeks in Oregon from the night he proposes mm -hmm. on forward. So they're gone for two weeks. Shout out to the fact that they're both entrepreneurs and can just bounce like that. I want to be like that. I want to be like, you know what? I ain't going to work. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's a it's a really beautiful moment. And the epilogue is just as pretty because it's not a super fast forward. You know, some books you get an epilogue and it's a year later, six oh, years yeah. later. Mm -hmm. But it, it's like two weeks later. And then I think we yeah. talked a little bit more in the second half of the epilogue and it's it's our harlow explaining okay look we've been up here for two weeks we done smashed these whole two weeks we've been living our best <laughs> life we came home we're in the hustle and bustle of life but we're still happy and the tattoos yeah the, the ring tattoos yeah. <laughs> it's the fact that she said i'm not taking this ring off sir i can't believe you would ask me <laughs> yeah. go ahead and put it on top oh, put it right here yes. above where this ring sits because i'm never taking this off yes she was, there was no way she was gonna sorry take, yeah exactly <laughs> that's the only way it's gonna come off that's the only way it would come off oh, man i she tickled me with that one and him tattooing a sunflower that looks like the sun that was yeah. it for me Boom. Boom. Yeah, I love tattoos. Like, like oh man, yes. That was like a half point <laughs> shot that went into the net perfectly. That he mm -hmm. couldn't shot better with a with a better tattoo. And so that brings us to the close of all I wanted, all I needed. But now, friend, and I we've already touched on it for me, and I think I know what your favorite scene is. But it's time for it was the scene for me, friend. Go ahead. What was your favorite scene? A.E., we'll let you we'll let you go first. What was your favorite scene of the book? Oh, me? <laughs> yes, what was your favorite? Okay. Um, my favorite scene to write was definitely when he takes her to the sunflower field. That was the one where I was like, I don't at the time I didn't I was like, maybe it's not enough, maybe it's too much, but it just fit. It fit for them. So that's that was my favorite scene. Okay. So for me, and I think I'm going to take a page like I did with the last recording that we did. It's not going to be a shout out like that, but I, I want to say my favorite scene was when Hendrix got his Just Do It at retirement party. Amen, friend. Amen. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Usually I'll be like the garage scene or right but no baby that's when no, he definitely deserved yeah it he definitely well deserved, deserved and i'm so glad mm -hmm. i'm so glad he i'm got so it. glad mm -hmm. we yeah. are right there together friend because i was ready like when <laughs> hendrix just the sound of his nose breaking in my ears was perfect <laughs> I, i'm a very strong reader like when i say that like when you whatever you put on the page i can see yes yeah very that's little, how you very little is and, and so like when it said like, his nose broke i heard all the bones crack i saw it swelling and bruising i saw the little red drips i was like yes whoop that <laughs> i was chatting whoop that trick in the back of my mind you know <laughs> all the things because that is the yes. moment like it's, it's a lot of moments where you're like oh my god yes the garage mm -hmm. oh but my that's god, the yes. moment but when he knocked his nose clean through and broke it 
I, I swear I heard the, the angel say amen. <laughs> I swear I did. I, I, I promise you just did. I just heard them all just start to sing amen. And I was like, okay, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, that's well deserved. Yeah. Very well. Yes. Well, friend, it's time. It's time for a very special part of our show. And that part is... The book bay for payday. <clears throat> Let me say it right. It's time, friend, for the book bay for payday. Because we treat them like paychecks around here. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So we got a couple candidates this book, right? Yes, we, we do. Of course, we have Acid. We have Kyrell. Mm-hmm. Are we putting him who shall not be named on the list? Hell no. Okay, so then we got Ace and then we got Kyrell. But we also we also have Grayson and, and Asher. Oh, we do have great. Well, yeah, yeah, we have Grayson. We have Asher. Oh, so his friends are going to show up throughout the entire series. So, friends. Wait, doesn't Seven Husband show up too? Don't we get a name for him? Yes, Seven. But you seven said you don't do married Jane. men, remember? Huh? You said you don't do married men, remember? Girl, I was lying because clearly all these men end up married before these books be over. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, who are we? Who who are we selecting for book bay for this book? The challenge is always whether or not we're gonna have the same book bay because stuff be happening around these parts. <laughs> well, well, see, this is my problem. Me have, having had read the entire series. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all of all of the men that are mentioned in this book have book bays by the end. <laughs> So I have an honorable mention. Okay. And yes, I'm gonna be stealing your stuff basically the whole series. I mean season. <laughs> just probably. Kyrell is my my honorable mention because what a friend. Like yeah. that yes. is that is the homie for real, for real. And when you get to his book, you'll understand why he's <laughs> but for this book, Aisin takes the cake because even with him being mm -hmm. an asshole. He's a thoughtful asshole. You like him, <laughs> friend. That's I how do. you like him. That's I how, that's how I like him, too. I like the fight. Yes. That fight turns into other things, and it's always fun. So, <laughs> you oh. know, yes. he takes the cake, because not only do you get me right, you take care of me. And that yeah. makes different things. But, yes, it does. And, it and, really and does. He shows me sunshine. He shows me what I was missing before I got to him. Or he shows yeah. what I didn't know I was missing before I got to him. And it's like, yes, this is what I needed the entire time. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, Amanda, they're your characters. You know them, you love them. Who's Book Bay? For this book, it would definitely be Aethan. Definitely Aethan. Well, here I am breaking the streak. I am a Kyrell fan. Honorable mention to Asim, but you're I picking Cairo. I can't do the butthole thing. I, I, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I don't I know can. how you're gonna feel when you get to Cairo's book then. I, <laughs> like, I really don't know. Because I'll say that he's a great friend. I, it's hard, for me, it's hard for me to do the butthole thing because of my job, and um, I am, yeah, I'm the, I'm the resident butthole because of my job. <laughs> There's not room. 
for I'm, another I'm, one. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm a middle school teacher, so I don't need the angst. Oh yeah. When I, I don't need that. Like, please, that's a lot. I have to keep my sarcasm gun ready for the children. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to keep it ready for to you. To be too. going back and forth with your partner. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot. I need my peace. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with the second book. I may change my Yeah, I was going to say, read the second book. Because I will say this. Out of the four, originally, I will say when I, because I read them out of order. Surprise, surprise. I didn't know that Colliding with Fate was book two until after I mm-hmm. read Beginning of Forever. Because when I got to the beginning of Forever, I was like, wait a minute, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> So I had to go back and read Colliding with Fate. Right. And I fell in love with Kyrell reading his book. I did. However, comma, when I got to a worthy love, because I actually arc read that one. That was my first arc from you. And I was like, God damn it, Asher. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I think I think once you read the rest of the books, you'll have a different yeah, you will. A different idea. All, all of the men are soul-worthy. They are. In their yeah, own. they are. Yeah. And they exactly. all have audacity. Yes. They all, all have of them. audacity. Like, here's the thing. All of them. I kind of like Asher a whole lot, but I was like, I don't know enough to pick him as my book babe. Because oh, oh, yeah. I, I, like, I like a good recovering hoe. I, I do. I like a, a good recovering yeah. hoe. Oh, I can't wait to get his book. Um, <laughs> That yeah, you that is my favorite book out of all four. I, I like a good recovering hoe. I do, but uh, and that cover I, is beautiful. Yeah, like Thank I you. just, I think I like Kyrell because of how f- his friendship and his, his right is as a friend. And I that's understandable. That's totally understandable. But I, I've been warned. Apparently, <laughs> all of them are assholes. All of them. All of them are. It's a matter of who they show. Like it just depends on who they show their assholeness to. Bob yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're all worthy because yes, they, they are they are assholes. They have all of the audacity, gall, and balls for the things that they do in their oh. book. <laughs> they do. Yeah, but, but think, by the end of the book, you're like, God damn, where is mine? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the thing that that binds us together. Audacity, gall, and balls. Like, it, it, if if there were ever a thing that, you know what? I think that's the thing that I, it, the the book bay metrics. Audacity, gall, and balls. How you feel about that, friend? You should coin that. I, I might have to because I've been saying it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, you really should. We we gonna have to add that to the introduction of the book bay for payday. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on a t-shirt. Clearly. <laughs> yes. Clearly. <laughs> it's it's worth exploring. But final thoughts on all I've wanted, all I needed, friend. What you got? It is only the beginning. It, it is, is only the beginning of it. It was it was a nice tease. Because by the time you get through that series, you're like, Yeah, I needed that. <laughs> yeah. Can I? I got a question though, because I had seen some stuff on the TikTok and Instagram streets with the Snow King series. Can I jaywalk or do I got to read this series first? 
They said no, that. that's a totally different series. So you can Look, start over with I'm Snow with King. Snow, I, I, I am with the Snow King shenanigans. I had seen some stuff and I was like, <laughs> I'm a jaywalk over that way because mm. I had seen some clips and I was like, scandalized. Yeah. Good, in a good way. So I, I snow, snow yeah. and winter. Yes. Yes. And it's yeah. about yeah. cold ish here in Florida. Yeah. Like we're going to have cool mornings and hot nights. So I, I feel like to get myself in the winter mood, I should read the Snow Family, the Snow Kings. Well, and the, then, the King Family, ma'am. The King Family. Snow is just one of them. First of all, they yeah. all Snow Kings at this point, because as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Oh, this was another one when I was telling you I was like, winter is coming. Yeah, I was ready for that one. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that one. Oh, I, I am. I know, love I winter. Yeah. And that, oh, I think he's the worst out of everyone. Who? Uh, winter. No, winter King. He, is the, the, he is the top asshole out of her catalog. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He worst really is. is. He is the top. Nathan. He is at yeah. the top. Okay, wait, yeah, wait, he's wait. Worse is, than is he like Kingston audacity or like Sadiq audacity? See, I'm only sort of versed with Sadiq, but if I had to say Kingston, he up there with Kingston. Like in your damn face, I don't fucking care. Audacity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he I really was in your face about it. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna like that book. I'm gonna like that book. Oh, I, I yeah. <laughs> now I just can't yeah. to North because I like nerds too. <laughs> wait, wait. This is Same. the book where he was like, no, that's not. I hold on, because that's the thing about seeing book promo. You see a lot of book promo. Is this the one who right. was like, you you can't deny me because I'm the one you you know you know you still love me. Is that him, or am I crossing that book with somebody else's? I think you might be crossing it with somebody else's, but he he said something still the same. It, it, no, I, I mean, don't know yeah. those exact words, but it's something like it, it seems like it's second chance romance. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember seeing a clip and being like, that's what you got to say to her, sir? Yeah. Man, I can't wait. Yeah, because that yeah. Yeah. I, I already know it, Amanda, and it's funny because your name is the same as my mama. <laughs> like, I already know when she gets through the rest of your catalog, she's going to be on my, on my phone. Free. <laughs> such, 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 I know, right? Such, such, just, such, such, I know, right? Right. Just respond to the calendar invite. If you see one, it's us. Just come back. Just come back. Okay. I will. Yeah, I will. Uh, the entire her entire catalog hits no misses. Like for real, yeah. for real. <sighs> I'm excited. Well, any final thoughts you want to share with with peoples? Look, this is where this is your opportunity to spill book tea because we always love a good piece of book tea. Are how you gonna we, be how, in, we, how we get in touch with you? All of the things. Yeah, like are you? Okay. Gonna be um, <laughs> I am not going to be anywhere else the rest of this year. I have a full lineup on my website already for all my events I'll be attending next year. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at writes, And that's pretty much my handle across the board. And join my Facebook group and my newsletter. But 
right now I'm working, I'm trying, I, my goal is to finish the Kings Brothers series and that's it. All right. All right. So we're going to see you in the book streets in 2024. Yes. You will see us out there in the book streets too. Cause we, it, I don't think we it, have <laughs> much space. <laughs> where we're yeah, the second right. half of 2024 is booked pretty much yeah so with that being said if you haven't read anything by A.E. Valdez you might as well start at the top with all I wanted all I needed get you some Asin and Harlow in your life and with that being said friend there's only one thing left to say A.E. Valdez your book has been spoiled on the next episode of Spoiler Alert, Harper learns that everything isn't always what it seems. Join us as we discuss Chaslyn Hamilton's I Thought I Knew. This has been another edition of Spoiler Alert. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Spoiler Alert 88. Until next time.